Hello, and welcome to the Dweebros Podcast, the last, first podcast of the year of the 2010s. Oh. Because then we'll be entering to 2020. Flying Cars. Mood Rings 2, the second one. Your poop instantly disappears from your body. I don't know about that one, but we're going to figure it out in the 2020s. But right now, let's, let's enjoy the present. We're back. Uh, the podcast is back on. Luckily, the shutdown did end. Yeah, the shutdown's uh, over. We're, we're now allowed to operate again. We're allowed to come back. Government funding is coming back in. Trump, the dropped fund- off the check. The, the funding is back for talking about games, talking about movies and TV shows. That's what we do here. Uh, so, welcome. Uh, I'm glad you're back. We were furloughed, but we, we do luckily have back pay. So, um, yeah. great news. Really? Uh, there. Really? We've been off since Christmas. Um, did you guys get anything cool for Christmas of note? Any, um, any cool or do anything cool for Christmas? I didn't do jack squat. Honestly, <laughs> I got Hellblade. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I played that. Yeah, we'll get that in a minute. I got Hellblade. Okay, so I look forward to that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you do anything cool? Went to like four Christmases between mine and my fiance's family and. I got a sick Zelda fig from Devin, nice. which was awesome. That's it was cool. the, um, were, were those Figmas? Yeah, Figma. Figma from Twilight, Figma Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah, I, I never yeah. got those. I, still, I want some of those. So yeah. I had the Link. Uh, I got the Zelda now. So that was a really cool gift. And uh, an old man gift that I got, my electric blanket. Is, electric blanket and awesome. action figures. What else do you need? Nothing. Keep, man. keep warm and stare at your figures. Uh, I got the uh, Metal Gear Solid like art book collection, or like the art of Metal Gear Solid one through four. It is the biggest freaking thing. Look it up online, and like you won't. It's like the size of my body. I don't know how to else explain it. It's two books long. I've been going through it, but uh, it is uh, that was a pretty cool thing uh, I got for Christmas. I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't know. I got everything, dude. You do, do you ever feel lot. like it, do you ever feel that way once you're older and stuff? Yes. You can buy stuff. Like yes. as a kid, yes. it was Christmas and stuff was like, please yes. God, like I have to wait for that to get a game or get whatever. You're completely but, like, like at the mercy of whomever you have asked to get yeah. your gifts. Now, like being an adult, it's a little more difficult to find out like what do I actually want yeah. because everything you want, you just buy. You just buy See, as it comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's what my dilemma this year specifically because. I mean, we all do our gift exchange amongst yeah. our friends. Yeah. And so we, when we were writing down our list of what we want, I was sitting there and I was like, I don't want Jack's squad. Yeah. So I literally wrote down, I want you guys to take the money, donate <laughs> it to a charity that you choose, and write a paper about it. Yeah. <laughs> still waiting on that paper. Yeah, still waiting on the paper. Alex hasn't wrote it yet. Uh, maybe next Christmas. Maybe. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that was always the time, you know, birthdays and Christmases to get games and stuff, but... You know, throughout the year. So, we have been playing some games. Yeah. Uh, quite a couple I've played um, since Christmas time. Because it's the time, you know, it's snowing outside, it's cold. Not really going outside much. Yeah, that's the time. This is the time of the year I definitely play the most. Is that early January for Not a lot of stuff. Out. Yeah. Um, so, I checked out uh, during the break Return of the Oberden. Uh, I think I showed stuff in the group chat to some of you guys uh, about that, but it is a kind of a, um, it's a, um, 
like in a uh, what's the name of the genre? The freaking I guess adventure or like those point and click kind of like games. Yeah. But it's not point and click. You move around, and it has the craziest art style. It's like those old IBM. Like I'll put a picture on here too, so you can see it. But it's like the old IBM Macintosh computers, like mm-hmm. like made out of graphics, like or not made out of graphics, made out of dots, like dot kind of graphics and stuff. It was so. Awesome. What, the concept of it is you are a insurance agent and you go on the ship and you have this magic compass or whatever that yeah. kind of shows things that happen on the ship and you, you have to find out what happened to the crew. Like, why, where did they go? What happened to everybody? And you basically have to find out the names of everybody, how they died, and who or what killed them. Like, what, what happened to them? And you have to be able to tell that all from, like... Just watching the scenarios in like 3D, like kind of moving around, and everybody's kind of in still frame. Like they'll show a scenario, and you'll hear the audio as the action happened, but everybody's in freeze frame, mm. and you get to see like all the audio and stuff happen. It is awesome, definitely recommended. Uh, there were some parts I had to look up because it got so difficult because like there's <laughs> there's 60 different people you have to find the name of, oh, wow. and like they give you all the names, but you don't you have to put a face to name is the problem, like. You have to put it for each person, so um, really love that. How are you enjoying that? I don't think I'd have a good time with that, to be honest uh, with you. I got stuck, and I was getting aggravate, aggravated, but getting over that hump or whatever, and, like, really, what helped me, too, there's, uh, they have hint guides, because yeah. I don't want to, like, look up legit what, because that would ruin the whole game experience if you just looked up a name. I don't know, sometimes you just you're want to be game. You're just inputting stuff, so I got really far, like, as far as I could with it, and then started looking at these hint nudge guides, which yeah. was perfect for me, because it was like, hey, make sure you look at this really closely, because... A previous chapter, blah, blah blah, this happened, and you go, oh, and it kind of like pushes sense. you. So played that. Um, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but uh, we did replace Travis with Kenny. He is, oh, I, uh, unfortunately, I because of the shutdown, we had to let yeah. Travis go. You know, yeah. government said, look, uh, when it came back up, we can bring someone else in. And Kenny's not part of the private sector, yeah. so it was it was yeah. kind of it kind of worked out really well. Yeah, um, we're gonna miss Travis. Uh, I think it was fun. Yeah, but um, you know. Who knows? Maybe the, with some of the government's back, we might be able to get them back. We might be able to have the funds. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But we're glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Okay. We're glad you're here as well. Um, you have been playing kind of a newer game. I have. And I've had it for 24 hours. Yeah. Roughly. I've played about three hours. And it has been the most intense three hours. And that game is Resident Evil, Resident 2. Evil 2. Okay, right on. So I got the collector's edition. I brought with me the really awesome statue that they give with it of Leon, which is really cool looking. That is. And awesome. I was a little worried about that because I didn't know. Like Resident Evil has. And how kind much of been, was it? was this? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Mm. Resident a nice Evil statue. has kind of been infamous for goofy. Like collector's edition things, yeah. like getting Leon's jacket for a thousand dollars and mm. and things like that. Did you get but that one? Did you? This statue, <laughs> this statue is sick. It it is really neat looking. I'm very very impressed by it. Cool it statue. came with a really cool like art book that was um, stylized as like a classified document yeah. of the Raccoon City incident oh, kind of thing. Cool. The it came with DLC for. Um, a couple weapons. It came with um, the original soundtrack, which I haven't done. I've I kind of want to experience the game. Yeah, I like once to do through it too, yeah. the new way and then listen to it. And mm-hmm. then there's two playthroughs with Leon and Claire. So for the second one, 
I'll put on like the yeah. old stuff and compare it. But, but I feel I'm, like that soundtrack would be something you play at Halloween in the background. <laughs> like, do you actively listen to the Resident Evil soundtrack? No. During but, the game, that'd be yeah, something. But. but so, like, they, they took out um, music at some parts and, like, the save room music, which a lot of people, like, are really fond of, including yeah. myself. Um, and that's on the original soundtrack. So, I'm excited to go through the second campaign and play that. So, in my first three hours of this game, Last night I picked it up for about 30 to 45 minutes, and it was dark outside, and it was just like, it was. it's one of those games for me, and I'm not usually like that. Like, I played Dead Space when we all yeah. played in the dark on a projector and everything. But the graphics are too good now. The graphics are, gosh, they're good. Like, yeah. like you were talking before we started the podcast that, like, the zombies, when they move, like, you can see their hair sway, you can see it's very gory and yeah. graphic-y, and it's just... It's nuts. So it takes a lot out of me to play this game. Yeah. And um, but it looks freaking great, mm. and it plays really smooth. I'm yeah. a big fan of the over the shoulder. I I like the the first the way they did the remake of the first one where they have the the claustrophobic camera angles, but this game is like you are crammed enough as it is inside of the police station with the cramped hallways and. Um, Something I'm gonna get into a little bit. Do you bit think of, it was a good call to make it over the shoulder versus the? Static? I I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot, and I think for as as good as they made the game look, yeah, like for sure. Yeah, um, I think it works out. I think it's a good so blend of that. The old game in a stat. I I haven't played any of the Resident the games. old ones. The the five. ones on PlayStation One and the Resident Evil Zero on GameCube. They all had a static camera, so you'd come into a room, and it would you couldn't move the camera around. Yep. You would just have to like, yeah, I know that. Ba- you know, you would round a corner and the camera would cut, and it would come to a new which hallway or something, or which whatever. made you one feel really claustrophobic. Two, you cannot see what's coming like, up. Sp- specifically, there are some hallways that you walk in the door, yeah, and the camera is facing you. Yeah, you walk on. towards the camera, so you sucks. see the door and you and nothing else, and so you have to walk towards. The camera. The camera. And, okay. I mean, there's windows and things can come in the windows and everything. But, um... So, two, was it shot in the... Was it originally supposed to be played in static? Or was it over the shoulder? It, it was static. It, it was like the same. static. Oh, So, okay. this remake had it over the shoulder more like Resident Evil 4 kind mm-hmm. of started. That's good. Kind of that thing. That's awesome. So, some people were like, should they have... Because when they remade uh, 1, they made it in that same style, that kind of static or whatever. Well, this one they decided to do... I think it was a good call... Because everything I've seen from it looks gorgeous. Um, and I, I think it just really, I don't know, gave them more freedom. I guess if like, they wanted to be like those people, they could have made like an option to play either one. That makes sense. <laughs> they did um, announce that they're going to, I, I don't know if you have to beat the game or what, some way you can unlock the old Polygon skins. Oh, I think it's free DLC coming later. Yeah, yeah, so that's neat. That's a neat little callback. I My curious question about that is, do they change the skins of the like the enemies, like oh, the zombies? And I think it's like just them. Probably. That would be cool if they changed like the if they kept the environment looking cool and the enemies yeah. and stuff. But it's gonna look goofy either way. Like you looking all polygon and yeah. the zombies looking like real life people. Resident Evil Two was the first game. Uh, my cousin at the time when the PS One had just come out got a PS One and Resident Evil Two, and I'll mm. never forget. Going into his room at uh, at my aunt's house, and we all kind of crammed in there. Or the guy, like the guys of the family, went in there. And was like, "Hey, this game's kind of scary." 
And I wasn't even allowed to go. And I didn't want to go in there. I was just like, I saw the cover of Resident Evil 2, and it looks terrifying. If you ever look at that old PS1 yeah. cover, I was like, I don't even want to look at it. Like, like, I wasn't even a kid going, let me in. Like, I was just like, no. Like, <laughs> I'm scared what's in that room. So, like, that always has held, like, a scary, like, thing for me, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. But I, I was thinking today about Resident Evil 6, specifically, because that was such a giant bomb. That just was not true to, like, what the series was. It was yeah. more action and whatever. And, man, they have come back back-to-back and saved, I think, the series bet- between um, 7 and this. I was just like, wow, they, they really nailed it. Because like, yeah, they... people love this one. People love 7 a ton. So it's like... 7 was kind of a... I remember that was like... This was like... Yeah, you can play the game. It's like wow, they found it themselves was again. first person, which is nuts because that's never happened. Yeah, and it's neat that Resident Evil started with like the fixed camera. They went to the over the shoulder, then they went to first person. They had a freaking Resident Evil game in VR, which I tried to do. <laughs> too spooky, too, too scary. Not do it. Like, it but was, the fact that it's one and you, it's yeah. the whole game. Yep, it's too. A good job, like, but a good job. I'm glad they didn't go the VR way with two, and. I'm glad that they didn't because yeah. it's. I like the over the shoulder and I like the way that this game feels. It feel. I feel like if they would have went over or with the VR and the first person for this, yeah, it wouldn't have felt as true to the original one. Um, the game is freaking hard. So oh, like is. like a lot of like culture and stuff like movies and stuff. You shoot the zombie once in the head, it's dead. You can shoot these things, and I'm on normal like yeah. regular mode. You can shoot these things like three and four times in the head, and like they fall down and get back up. <laughs> so the strategy that I've seen people adapting to, and what I've kind of been doing, is try and get their legs off in one or two shots. Yeah, and make them crawl around. Yeah, and then run around them. The problem with that is they stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the so like the good thing about that is you're conserving your ammo. Now, I'm going to get into a little spoilery stuff, if that's okay. So, eventually in the game, if you've played Resident Evil 2 before, you know that Mr. X, the tyrant of this game, he is known for spontaneously appearing and scaring. And <laughs> That kills me. There was a there was a game, just a little tangent, called or, uh, the Prince of Persia mm-hmm. series. There was a monster in that game that would show up randomly and chase you. And even that was like, that was a Prince of Persia game and there was this little goofy demon thing kind of chasing you that terrified me so i could only imagine i saw footage of this and i was just like no thanks like so that the is... really sucky thing about this is that one well it's awesome that they did it it's awesome for like the gameplay it's terrible for my blood pressure in my heart um he doesn't it appears at least he doesn't phase through walls he's actively wandering yeah the the police station and hunting you down. Yeah. He's attracted to you shooting the gun <laughs> and running. Uh, so sucks. if you're shooting, if uh, from what I understand, you pull the trigger and he's coming to where you pulled the trigger. If you're on the west side of the police station and he's on the east side and you guys take the same path, you're taking the path to get out and he's coming to you, you're going to run into him. Yeah. And I just can't, like... It's terrifying when you walk into a room and there's a liquor on the wall. Yeah. And, well, and like, at, at, what am I going to do? Some of these rooms are dark. 
like most of the rooms are dark. Yeah, I was th- I was gonna ask. Like, I, it seemed like the footage I've seen, he's got that flashlight. Like, there are there are some reprieves from the darkness, but those are usually, um, for instance, the library. Yeah, it's very well lit. Yeah, I walked in there, and there's a zombie posted up by the staircase. You need to go down to get a key item. There's a zombie chilling in the middle of the room eating somebody. Yeah, you're like you cannot escape the horror in this game <laughs> and it's terrifying and another little spoiler thing the zombies will like procedurally generate they can wander into the police station from windows that they tear through yeah and you you can board them up and stuff but there is not enough ammo in the game to kill everything yeah and enemies will apparently procedurally generate and wander oh into the so you could go down a hallway clear it and need to go back that way. And you could, on your way back, be running from Mr. X. And, be filled and the zombies have wandered in there from <laughs> breaking... It is it is almost too much for my heart to Yeah. Go. But what a great job they did. I think like, they nailed it. It is yeah. so realistic. And I just... I'm very impressed. As somebody who grew up playing these games with my stepdad, I beat three before he did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I watched him play two. And I love the character designs. Like, even looking at this, it kind of reminds me of looking at... I mean, that original, even on the PS1. Yeah. I just love that design of Leon Kennedy and the freaking police yeah. outfit. Oh, it's, it's awesome. And it's nuts. Like, you start out the game, and this is maybe a little more spoiler stuff, but you start out, like going to a gas station, mm-hmm. and Leon's like, something's wrong here, there's blood on the ground. So he goes in... Is that similar to P- the PS1? Or, yes. Or did they tweak some stuff? They tweak some stuff, for sure. But you get to this gas station, you come in, and um, you go in the back, and you see the scene that they did from the first trailer. You see a guy, like, he's got a zombie handcuffed, yeah. almost, and the zombie turns around and takes him down, and it's your fault that this happened, because... You're like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, I got this. And he turns around to look at you. And when he turns around, the zombie gets him. Yeah. So you, when you very first start the game, you don't know that Leon has a weapon on him. So you wander into this and you know something's about to happen. And you go into this stupid, dark convenience store. <laughs> Somebody's already bit. And now you're going into this back room and there's a zombie in there. And it was like, okay, it's a, a deep breath of relief when you realize Leon has a weapon. And you run out, and then you actually meet Claire, like, mm-hmm. there. And you guys take off into the city, and um, you're you're going into the city, which is a terrible idea. I don't know why you do this. You get there, and a semi-truck barrels through. Yeah, blows see, up I your saw car, that. I did watch that. And Those are... that's how you have to run through the city and get to the police station, and you're, you're just... There's but, zombies everywhere. But you're very happy with it. Yes. I'm very impressed. I'm very happy. So we will far. be doing a hangout for it uh, in a week or so, a couple weeks or whatever. Nice. Uh, yeah. Getting getting some of us together to play that. So, but I'm excited. I'll be to play I'll more. be playing like this because <laughs> just because the sun's coming in lately and stuff. You know, not yeah scared or anything. Um, I honestly like being a hundred percent true. I know this makes me a, a sissy or whatever, but I'm going to try and play as much of that game as I can when the sun's up. Yeah, when the daylight Because it's too, it's too scary. And, I, and especially before I go to bed. Like, it's too... I told Brittany last night um, that I have to de-spook 
from the game before I go to sleep. I was like, I don't know what I need to do. I don't know if I need to like turn on My Little Pony and be a brony for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like eye bleach, but the game is terrifying. So far, I give it ten out of ten. There's and I haven't beaten it yet. I'll I'll let you know like later on and stuff. But for now, I'm I'm loving it. It's terrifying. Well that's good to hear. Good to hear. I'm glad. Uh, there's also an interesting article. Check it out if you can. Uh, it was on Polygon or something, and it's from an expert from a book coming out soon about the development of all these Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. And Resident Evil 2 actually had to be rebooted. It mm-hmm. was a failure uh, when they first were making it, and they actually rebooted it. So check out that Polygon article. Really, stuff, a lot of stuff I didn't know. Like They had to go back. and like One interesting tidbit uh, was, you know how it's on two discs? Mm-hmm. The game, they basically, like, planned that the game would all fit on one disc. And it does. So why did they have to put on two? Because the audio, they had, they had, they didn't really take that into consideration. They thought they were okay, but it ended up, like, ballooning throughout the process, the audio stuff. And that put it over the one disc limit. So both campaigns actually fit on one disc. It's just the audio made it bigger Speaking and stuff. Of that. But uh, they were kind of pissed about that because that was more manufacturing. Like, it, it, money, the cost went cost. up. They were scared, but that ended up selling great back then. But Yeah, one last little tidbit. The audio in this game is nuts. Like, the way the sounds and stuff, there's a lot of ambient noise, and they do a really good job of, like, keeping you on your toes. They're, like, some of the puzzles that you have to solve, which that's another thing that they really stayed true with the series with is the puzzles in yeah. this game. Some of the puzzles, like, you can be attacked while doing the puzzles. Is and... there moments that, like, because I had this with Spyro, I would see a new level that I definitely remember in my head, like how they laid it out. So it was very... Yes. I loved just taking that in. That was almost like a second part of the like gameplay experience. I was like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, let's see. How did they do that? And you're almost like kind of like checking things out again mm-hmm. and like going back. But like, is there parts like that for you like already? Yeah. Like, how did they do... Oh, I love how they did that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, awesome. It's very... Awesome the way that they have done cool. this. I'm very happy. Cool, Jacob. What have you been playing? Um, man, it's kind of nice. I've I've gotten back into Spider Man. I've been able to kind of pick that back up after you know, no lifing that, 100%ing it. <laughs> Picked up the DLC, jumped right back in, and I'm just like, man, this game's great. Yeah, there's a reason why it's my game of the year. There's a reason why. I'm so do you so like? Much. Do you like the DLC? I do. Um, to me, it's uh, it's worth the money. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice little side story. It gives you a little bit more. A black cat, which I like. I like her character in the game. Uh, I'm I'm at the very end of it, so I'm not quite done with it yet. The only thing I think I'm really enjoying the most is that they really up the combat in it. Yeah. So when you're playing the game, the original game, the combat's really not that hard. I think the craziest it gets is when they introduce Shield, mm-hmm. not Shield. Um, what's the name? Uh, Silver Sables. Dang it! Is it Shield? It's the um, the Sable G- Force. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the name, once yeah. they introduce Sable Force. That's when the combat's like starting to get like, okay, now I got people flying around. That's the times I died was yeah, fighting like, yeah. those people. Yeah, you know, they said, frick that, let's up the difficulty a little bit more, and that's when chapter two of the DLC, I was like, okay, this is annoying. Like, I'm starting to die a lot. Do so they add like different enemies? Yeah, or, they added yeah. different enemies, they did different weapons. I, I finally went the cheap route and did quad damage as my suit, and I just like, <laughs> boom. Because I used to run around, right when you beat the game, you get a thing called a Equalizer. One shot kills everything. But you get hit. If I get hit, but I'm pretty good at not getting hit. Yeah. Like I'm like that's that's kind of a bonus. I'm, I don't get hit a lot. You get hit a lot, and so <laughs> I was like, I have to go quad damage, and I have to just, just <laughs> pony it out. So um, it's really nice. Again, 
That game, man, looks so freaking great. Yeah, it's beautiful. God, yeah. it's so good. I wish they didn't put... They put a Mary Jane level in the freaking DLC. I was ticked. Yeah, that... I didn't... Uh, they weren't bad, but I flew through them. That and yeah. Miles stuff by the end. I just liked really swinging around as Spider-Man. And yeah, I, I want to do that. I was constantly... I was like, come on, guys. I, I paid for this. Like, I didn't want another one. I don't... Like, I Mary Jane just walking through. They're trying through. to change it know. up, but... I don't need that. I need... Give me more Spider-Man. More Spider-Man. It felt just like... I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast... How I felt about that those parts and the just the base game was, it's like in Sonic when they have you do some platforming stuff. And it's like I just this doesn't, I want to go fast. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. I just want to go fast. I don't want to stop. I, um, why are you making me stop? And that's how I felt. With they're Spider-Man like, hey, look, we got stretches. We need another twenty minutes of gameplay. I understand they're trying to mix it up, but uh, I did, I was rushing through them by yeah. by the end of them. <laughs> no, I I don't blame you. I was the same way. Um, but it's good. Again, I can't argue it's that I, I've really enjoyed it. The suits you get are really cool. I hate the fact you have to hundred percent the DLC in order to get the last suit of each DLC. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, you're making me actually try. Yeah. So I hundred percent the first one, I did not hundred percent the second one. I started the third one, I'm back on the second one trying not hundred percent it. Yeah, because I kinda want the anime suit. It's like an anime ish kind of style. Oh that's cool. Yeah, I was like I kinda want that. So I wanted to go back cool. and do that. What else have you been playing? Um, Smash Brothers. Has been freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. God, it's such a good Smash Brothers game. We were playing too. today. Yeah, we were playing this morning. Um, play I was on. just going to say, I actually have not played that in a why? while. I don't know. I'm sleeping on it. Well, yeah. I will explain why here in a second. Okay. But, uh, actually, Makes sense. But... I, I just have, like, online. I got all the characters unlocked. I'm currently still almost, I'm almost done with everybody's classic modes. I have, like, two more left. So after that, I need to beat the story mode. Yeah. And the light. I feel like that's going to take up a lot of my time, so I think that's why I'm doing it last. Um, surprisingly enough, I'm only like 15 hours, 15 or 18 hours into beating everyone's classic modes, so that is actually going to take as long as I thought it would. Are you interested in collecting the uh, spirit things? Because no. there's a thousands. Frick there's like that. a there's so many of them. I was just like, that would be cool, but this is something I don't know. I, I, I'd never see the end of. But... I want to beat World of Light. I want to get the other fighters. I think what I'm finding the most enjoyment out of is playing online because. Mm. For me, did they fix the lag? I remember there was lag. No, nah, I've had really many issues. Maybe it's better now. Yeah, I um, had some issues. But... <laughs> no, no, I'm not really. I'm not really struggling. I got pretty good internet too. So from my end, it's kind of just if I get a really laggy match. It's I knew it was. Sucks. I knew it was going to be kind of scary though when the ten, when the last direct they said we highly suggest the <laughs> wired. A land adapter. You have to buy an additional <laughs> thing for the Ethernet thing for the dock. And I was like, uh-oh. I can't wait for the Switch Pro to come out one day or something like that. I f- yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have to upgrade it. I think Nintendo realizes what they have. Like, oh, this is really good. Now let's actually make it better. <laughs> let's, let's make a legit thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, man, I just, again, as, as far as a solid Smash Brothers game goes, I, I put this one above Melee mm-hmm. in terms of technical skill because... For me, Melee, the reason it's got some technical is because there's a lot of exploits in the game. There's exploits, yeah. It wasn't made in that gen- like that direction. Mm-hmm. This game is made to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And so the the air dodges and like all that kind of stuff that they put in there was not for the intention of, like, hey, we're going to even the playing field. Without exploits, this is the most competitive one. Yeah. Like. I argue that wholeheartedly. Yeah. People will sit there and say, like, Jacob, you're a moron. Melee, I don't care. I think there'll always be that because it gets so crazy. Yeah. It can get so many, like, the levels of it can get, like, a... Uh, freaking just, Dragon Ball Z fight when you watch yeah. some of those oh, dude, guys. Oh, it's insane because they're like, <laughs> like that. Yeah. But with this one, I'm just like, you can come in the battle with any character 
And as long as you know them, mm-hmm. and you know what they can do, it's a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Don't care how strong they are. Don't, I mean, you can be Ike and have the highest critical... Did they nerf ratio. King K. Rool yet? No, no, he's still pretty OP. Um, <laughs> I love playing as King K. Rool against dude, these guys because it's bull just... crap, dude. <laughs> it's so annoying. I, I oh Ridley with that one attack. God, that <laughs> I have learned playing this morning. There, out of all the characters I use, I'm a heavyweight main. I love using heavyweight characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, King DDD, Ganondorf, Ike. I like using all those guys. Bowser. There's only two characters I will use that's not a heavyweight. And that's Ness and that's Luigi. Those are the only two people I use. But other than that, I want to be a big guy. I want to kind of yeah. own the map. That's how I do it. Dish out the damage. Or poach. I yeah. like poaching. poaching I, I don't really have a main. I kind of float between Young Link and like uh, Marth. I like Young Link. Young Link and Marth. I, and I feel like a lot of people might. I think they're really good starter kind of characters maybe. But I want to maybe get an annoying Ridley or uh, K. Rolls. Dude, you know who I annoy people with? Snake. Oh my gosh, screw you. I pick big maps when it's my turn. And then you probably lay and bombs. I lay bombs. At, I lay the trap mines. I, I'm getting good at, you can, um, if you can get above people and hang out above them, like just keep jumping around, you can drop the down B mines on top of them. Those are the ones you control detonate. Wow, we're going to be the beat most them up a little bit and then play. bomb them. Um, I, it's not so point. Like you figure out how you can be obnoxious, yeah. and I think every character can be obnoxious if you really. Oh yeah, learn their everybody. I mean, even Luigi. I mean, his up B is super annoying because it has a high critical hit. Yeah. So next you know, you hit them, they have fifty percent, and they're flying off the map for some reason. It makes no sense. Or you're like when we were playing the other day when I did Game and Watch, and I kept getting nines or whatever, and just it just was. Uh, I was, was just so chancing. It. I was chancing Gosh. it, and like, oh, if I chance it, I might be able to take him out. We played this morning. I was in Center Roar. And there's a trophy, or like not a trophy, but one of the little achievement achievements things. that yeah. you get. Is you have to do forty damage, forty percent with one hit. He did Incineroar, and I did it. Um, it turns out his down B, its belt activates, and then he gets a high and it boosts his damage. Mm-hmm. So I did an over smash. I did like forty something damage, and one stinking hit. <laughs> I was like, my <laughs> god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> So you're telling me all I have to do is parry and then over smash somebody? That it, is insane. Yeah. I actually, uh, the match, he was in Cinderor. And this is what I love about this game is you can sneak in and, like, if you're smart, you can win just about any match. I ran in between him and the guy he was attacking. They both had high damage, I had high damage, and I was Crom. And he threw the guy against the ropes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? His over yeah. His over And I ran in the middle of his attack off of that. And parried. I ran right in the middle of when he was about to hit him. I parried and killed them both. Oh, and wow. And on the last That's stop. awesome. But the game's really good at, like, uh, we have a friend who's very good at the game, and he's really good with Mewtwo, and I'm not really good with Yoshi, and we were duking it out earlier because I kept perfect shielding him. Mm-hmm. I kept dodging and perfect shielding, and I came pretty, he still beat me, but, like, that match is not as not nearly as competitive in no, the last I wish years. we could have recorded this somehow, but I, it... Uh, me and Travis were talking about this, but it really clicked for us, eSports. Like, I don't really watch, I don't keep up, whatever, but I loved watching Jacob and Devin play, because Devin, as we've said before in this podcast or whatever, is really good, Jacob's really good, but, like, seeing you two go at it, mm-hmm. it was like Pikachu and whatever his main was. Uh, of, uh, he was I, Pikachu. I was Ness. Ness, Pikachu and Ness. Yeah. That was the funnest, like, I, I was just like, glued to the television watching And he you guys. is good. He I mean, is. Like, honestly, like, I'm It was very close. I'm not great. I'm like, I can play, 
But like he is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, watching you two go. But it was very close. It yeah. was. It, it, it was. It, it all comes down to style of play. Like you know, I'll keep I'll keep Pikachu away from me because all Pikachu can do is is his B move, mm-hmm. which is a thunder shock, and I can absorb that as an S. Yeah. So to me, I had the advantage. He just he bodied me the whole game. <laughs> Literally, never seen a down. Was it? A grab, hit, hit, down B. He fights you off out, the edge. Thunder, and yeah. then, yeah, fights That's a the level, edge. I I feel like I'm okay, Dang. very okay at Smash. I finally, I Off never, the edge fights are That's crazy. hard for me. I'm not good at that. I can keep people, f- like, from coming back as an S. Uh-huh. I finally down ate somebody to death yeah. in, um, in Smash today. Because I was hovering over them, and they were trying to recover, and I just smacked them down in the air, and they just flew right. He was D to D, so he was oh. floating around, and he just. I, I love watching a uh, spiked, spiked him. Uh, Dunky on YouTube had a video where he was people online. He would grab his King K roll and oh jump off gosh. the edge. I, I think it was him or Donkey Kong, and they, I think both of them could do it. But like, yeah. go off the edge and then jump off with King K roll can just propel. Dude, it's so stupid! Oh my <laughs> but gosh! He just grab people, and take them down there. Oh. Donkey Kong, but it's just it's funny. Smash is an awesome game, and. I tell you right now, you can get anyone in the group. You can get anyone put together. It's such a fun group game and just play it. It's so much fun. Cool. The other game I've been playing has come with a lot of regret. Um, I started Dark Souls two. All right, we're back. Uh, how's this going for you? It's hell. <laughs> I mean, literally. So here's Dark Souls one. Can't make it any crappier. <laughs> and then here comes Dark Souls two. They have cutscenes. I feel like Dark Souls two is a little bit easier though. It's not because for me, it, it, I feel like when I was playing Dark Souls one, I was able to control my character. Yeah, a lot more. This one, I, I feel like I have no control. I'm hitting B. I'm trying to roll, and he's not rolling. So Do you have heavy, like, armor on? No, I was naked, <laughs> I think. So, um... I, I could be naked, I could be not, you know. I, whatever. You can't tell. I just, like... There's just such a love-hate relationship with me in this game. Because so, it's fun when you win. Like, when you win, it's the best feeling you've ever had playing a video game. When you I just don't like something. a game with zero direction. That's my, that's my biggest pet peeve. So, when you start the game, you start in this, like, weird little grassland, whatever. You start running... And you start with fists. You don't get a weapon. Uh-huh. Bullcrap. All right? <laughs> so I'm running. Like, you can't see me because I haven't created my character yet. And I get scared by these dogs. These dogs start barking at me. So I start swinging at them because I'm like, <laughs> I need to kill the dogs. Dark Souls. Yeah. They run away. So then I keep running. And off to the side, I see some, like, foot tracks going up to... Oh, uh, I know exactly so where I'm like, at. there's a house of foot tracks. House. I'm going to go to the foot tracks. <laughs> so I go up the hill. There's an ogre. Alright, I'm gonna fight the ogre with my fists. So I start swinging, kills me in one shot. Frick my life. Yeah. So I finally run in the house, and that's when she, the old lady talks to me, brings me back to life. I create my character. Then I go fight the ogre again. I was gonna say, if you go back to this ogre, I bet you run into some fun things with it. Yeah, I died again. Fought the ogre again, died again. Um, finally found out there was a campfire behind the room, lit the campfire. I didn't know where to go, because I finally went back to the ogre, found out how to kill it, killed it. Took forever, but I killed it. Yeah. But then I sat there for like forty-five minutes, like no lie, running up to the house, running back, running up to the house, running back. Killed the dogs. Looked around the area. Didn't know where to go. Yeah. The game gives you zero direction. Uh, well, it is a style that, like, <clears throat> if you're into that, like, that's what was 
actually pretty fun about old NES and some NES and PlayStation yeah. 1. Kind of those older games is like, you did have to pick around and like poke around like, oh, that's how you do it. Nowadays, they'll give you a tutorial. They'll yeah. kind of have waypoints. You have to really be into that. To... So, I finally <laughs> got so annoyed. I walked back to the house. I went to the campfire. I rested. And you know I like, it kind of lights up for a moment? Mm-hmm. It lit up, and I saw there was a little cave right next to the campfire. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't there before. <laughs> so I went through the campfire. I, I did my little smoke screen, killed the little draws, whatever you want to call them, the stupid walking things. That was pretty easy. Then I got to the prettiest scene. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, which is Solaire? How do you pronounce it? No, not Solaire. It's um, um I don't know the it name. Starts of with it. an M, I think. Um, I uh, forget the name, but it's it's kind of the hub. Like, yeah, it's like the so. hub. I get there. And I'm it's, like, aw- it's awesome. Wow, yeah. this this is nice. Then I saw a well. I jumped down the well because I thought there was no well. So <laughs> and I died. Um, I again, I haven't got to my first boss, uh-huh. and I have enjoyed. In a little bit, yeah. I don't. Th- I just. I think the health system. Uh, people really dog on Dark Souls too. It's mine and Travis's. I think some of our favorites or whatever. I kind of put Bloodborne above it, but I think that one is easier. It, it has a better pace of like getting you to play. I know you had trouble with that, but I think it's better than what Dark Souls was. Of like, where do I go? Or like, that's too hard. Yeah. But like that game, I think you get a flow a lot better. I think the only part I hate about this game is that. You don't get the flask, you get Estes uh, something else. And, yeah, uh, I think, and I think that's better too because you can, later on you get more of those and that's, I think that's the best health system so see, far. See, it doesn't that. instantly regenerate. It takes its time. So that's the part I don't like. Yeah. Because in the Estes flask in the last game, you used it and you instantly got your health back. And this one, I use it and I'm like, oh, I need my health now. I need my health now and then I'm dead. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that really Yeah, it sucks. takes a little bit to load up. I don't know. I was I was having some issues like with the controllers. Like I said, I, I feel like I was hitting B and he wasn't really doing it like to the speed I wanted him to. It could be just I really silly suck. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm I'm happy you jumped into it. Dark yeah, Souls sure. Me too. <laughs> totally. Um, I'm trying to wait to fight the six gargoyles I keep hearing about because <laughs> you know that makes complete sense. God, uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, I uh, play a little bit easier game. Probably an extremely one of the most easiest games I've played in a while, Donut County. Souls. Donut County. Donut County Souls. Donut County Souls. Donut Souls. Uh, it's <laughs> a game that is Katamari Damacy, which was a game where you roll around on the PS2, mm-hmm. and I, you guys have seen it probably, yeah. of like rolling around on a ball and you collect things as you roll. People and this stuff. Thing, yeah, and uh, soon enough you get so many things, you can roll over buildings and, yeah. and entire, like it just goes crazy. So Donut County is that same concept, but a whole. So the hole gets bigger the more you suck into it and eventually you're grabbing buildings or whatever. This game has the funniest sense of humor in it. Um, everything is written like the item descriptions. When you like suck up things at the end of the level, it shows you each item that you got. And the item descriptions are written by from the viewpoint of a raccoon. Because a raccoon yeah. is the one controlling the hole mm-hmm. in each level and like sucking all these people up in this town and... So the game starts and it's like you've destroyed this town, like or whatever, and it's like what happened, and it like goes back and it shows you like how they got there, like down in this pit underneath this town. So this raccoon, right? It's the funniest thing. So, for example, there was a part in there that said uh, they had an item like I sucked up a bowling ball, and it said um, uh, it is illegal to hold this without special shoes. Talking about bowling shoes, yeah. like whatever, but like some of the funniest humor in this, but. It's three hours. It's like two, two to three hours long, 
definitely worth checking out. Um, soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, I've uh, heard nothing but great game. Thanks. I want to play it on my Switch. That's the that's yeah, the, that's and the that just came I out. On. Yeah, I want to play it on my Switch. I want to sit down. I want to. I might do it tomorrow. Honestly, I want to. I want to play it. I really do. Yeah. Ugh. I played it on my Mac. It came to Steam on my Mac or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just played it that way. But um, yeah, highly recommended. Uh, very funny. It's really pretty too. The art style, I think, overall is yeah, just it's like, cartoony. Yeah, and yeah it, I was like, I like great. this a lot. The soundtrack, I've heard nothing but great things about. Oh yeah, so uh, that was a good time. It's time to go into VR. Uh, over break, I said, you know what? It's cold outside, but it's warm in here. Bloop. And I put them on. I I hadn't played the PSVR since I moved to this to the new place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have it all hooked up or whatever, and um, put it back on. And man, I played Moss. Uh, you are basically this being that helps this little yeah. rat with a sword out. And um, I it is so crazy to like look at this thing as you're moving because <laughs> you play with the DualShock or whatever. And you're kind of controlling the mouse, and you're kind of looking behind things and can look look oh, over no, things, no. and you help it out by like grabbing things at certain points. Um, but the animation on this is nuts. Like seeing this rat move around, and like he has a sword, and he takes the sword, and like it it is so much force with the sword for this little rat that it like kind of he kind of falls when yeah, he does he it. But the animation is beautiful. It's like I I was I was sitting there just in awe, just kind of watching this on the VR. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that game is like five hours long. Absolutely recommended. Like the library of the PSVR, we've talked about it a lot, just me, you, and like mm-hmm. Travis and stuff. But like, absolutely worth owning a PSVR now. You know, and I, it, the price is down like two fifty now, and it's like yeah. Moss, uh, Deracine. I'm about to talk about next uh, Astrobot, like Tetris, Tetris Effect, Beat Saber. It is. Oh my gosh. The library is uh, growing, and it's freaking fun. Speaking it is, of, real quick, I know Travis isn't here. Yeah. But something Travis did get while over the uh, Christmas break was Tetris Effect. Oh, which did, we, yeah. we, we got to try out a little bit. Holy smokes. Yeah. That game is incredible. Like, But this is crazy to me. Uh, multiple people said that, and now you guys, but like, isn't it just Tetris? It's uh, just Tetris! Yeah. And it's like, look, it's but what, so... why is it in VR so, selling on me? Okay, like, so I, you have Tetris, and you know how I am. I mean... My company's put a thousand and fifty hours in putting putting Tetris. <laughs> yeah, we talked. I have gotten really good at Tetris. Yeah. Um. So when I first put it on, I was kind of like, I was so distracted by everything that was going on around us. The music that's playing, it goes with the beat on which you're rotating tiles. Mm-hmm. It goes if you do hard drops. It plays music with it. Yeah. That is constantly in in rhythm. Oh, that's I, cool. I, I, how do you do that? Yeah. And, like, you can't. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. It's, it was so eerie. So I'm sitting there, I'm just, I'm just repeating a piece at this point, like, oh, this sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just dropping a piece. I'm just I guess you're just really sucked into the it, whole experience. Honestly, That's probably part of the only part way of it. I can explain it is, have you done meth? <laughs> you're just, I guess you're just have so... Have you done meth? Uh, dopamines. Uh, CG Kid, uh, the yeah. dopamine yeah. units. Lot. Dopamine units. Like, right here's meth, and then here's Tetris Effect. Right. Oh, it's like two thousand dopamine. Yeah, it's like two thousand. It's like more than sex. You know. Oh, what I mean? it's more than sex. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, it just looks great. It really is interesting. I mean, he got to play a little bit, and he sucks at Tetris. I mean, he can testify. But I, I, I did not like Tetris before today. Yeah. I try, I was trying to play Puyo Puyo Tetris on the Switch. It was hilarious. I was getting so frustrated. I hated it. But put the PSVR like, helmet on. He was like, "Here, try this." And the the thing is, is it's like, it's so immersive. And the visuals are like really neat looking, mm-hmm. like, and the music is themed to the level. So 
and so is the Tetris board. It's not like plain old like old school looking Tetris no. like on Nintendo or whatever. The pieces are all themed to the level, the, the level, and yeah. so you start rotating and it starts. So adding the graphics stuff. are better now. You drop, you hard drop the pieces. They may just make a block better. You clear rows and it, it'll do like a bass drop or it'll do like a big drum or it'll do like a big swell or something to go in with the music and it's just, hey. it's really awesome. And that's, a, that's really cool. I got Moss. I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. I've, whatever, for whatever reason, gotten to a VR kick lately. I got Windlands, which yeah, is incredible. I get motion sick easy. And the VR has gotten to the point now where it doesn't make me motion sick anymore. Mm-hmm. It used to, like Resident Evil 7, kind of made me a little sick if I played too long. But Windlands is great. Beat Saber is amazing. Oh, yeah. That, I played Beat Saber too over and you guys' house. I oh, want to get God. Astrobot, and Moss looks really good, and I have it. I just haven't played it yet. Before you get to your next VR game, there is a part in Tetris Effect that I have to explain this changed the game completely. Back in the day, back in the old days, the best Tetris you could get was a Tetris. A five-line clear. Mm-hmm. This game said, nah, frick that. We do better now. It's a thing where you fill up your, uh, you fill up your effect meter, mm-hmm. and if you hit L2 and R2 at the same time, time freezes, and all you can do is just keep clearing lines. Yeah. So the Tetris game keeps going, but your Tetris, your tiles don't disappear until the Tetris effect ends. Mm-hmm. I got a Decto Tetris. Dodeca. Dodeca Tetris. It's like <laughs> 10 or something. Yeah. No, it was more than that. It was, I was literally three lines away from clearing the whole board. Which is like the ultimate, it's like an octic, octic, something Tetris, <laughs> freaking frick. It's yeah. a Tetra Tetris. Yeah. Tetris Tetris. So I was like, that right there, the moment I hit L2 and R2 was like my, <laughs> like, you know when you're high, it's like my coming yeah. down moment. I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I peaked. A lot of dopamine, <laughs> like a lot I of dopamine. I, I, yeah, just 4,000 dopamine. Yeah, and it starts start going through my head, like, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's Tetris Effect. Nice. So, if you like drugs, check out Tetris Effect. Yeah. That's what you're telling me. Pretty much. So, Moss, very freaking fun. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Uh, Deracine is from the Dark Souls people. Mm. And it's funny that the music and even the font and kind of uh, even the voice acting mm-hmm. reminds me of a Dark Souls game. That's funny. The, here's the concept. Uh, you are a fairy. And you, the the hey. kind of kind of the mythology of this game is that you are a fairy in this Listen. this school. <laughs> Listen, I'm happy, uh, but you're in this like school, like this kind of like uh, boarding school for like kids. But it's all set in like the 1700s or something like yeah. that or whatever, like 1800s. I don't know, but like these kids are in there, and you can like kind of like mess with them on like. You're trying to, like, help them do stuff, and they start to realize, like, oh, yeah, fairies here, whatever. The fairies come to visit us. And, like, you can, like, uh, grab things and, like, change time and go back in time and do things, whatever, to, like, impl- like mess with these kids' lives for the better and whatever. And I freaking love this. This is, it was one of my favorites, and this, this actually reviewed all the way from, like, fours out of ten to, like, eights out of tens and stuff. And I had a blast with it. It was, but... I don't know what it is. Even Moss had this. Travis kind of warned it. But, like, anything that... it There was no jump scares in this. Yeah. But anything 1% creepy or 1% spooky elevates itself to, like, the scariest thing on planet Earth, the VR. I can't take it. So there... I loved this. But... Oh, there was one jump scare in this. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So, uh... 
there's a part when you go kind of below this kind of like boarding school or whatever, yeah. and there's like bats that come out at you. It's the only jump scare in the whole game. Because nothing really moves. You're seeing th- kind of things almost like that Return of the Oberdin. Everything's yeah. kind of like frozen, and you're kind of like, because you're this fairy that kind of goes in between time, whatever, but bats jumped out at this, and like I like visibly was probably upset when that happened. Because mm-hmm. it was like nothing moved in that game, and then suddenly it does, and it's like, frick off. So <laughs> then there's something creepy that happens towards then. It doesn't get scary after that part, but like I'm sitting there, and I'm like, uh, Siri, turn on the lights. Like, I was just like... I, now! Uh, now! And I found out a way to play something scary in PSVR. So I was home alone, and that creepy stuff was start, starting to happen in the game. I pull the headset as far out as it goes, and I take the headset off, the headphones, and I listen to the music on that, and I, I, I try to make VR as least immersive as possible, and the lights are on. <laughs> That's how I get through scary parts oh. in VR stuff now. But Deracine, if you like the Dark Souls game, it's not, like, difficulty-wise. You're yeah. doing, like, puzzles and stuff. But I freaking loved it. Um, it. I just like looking at stuff and, like, anything that's, like, moving or, like, happening in a game or whatever. Like, I loved exploring this whole boarding school. And and the way you move around is um, the warp kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think this worked great for that. And uh, very highly recommended. Another PSVR, like, you got to pick it up. Nice. Uh, beat Spyro 3. Nice. Interesting thing with Spyro 3. And I and I think I I came back around, but I had always thought like Spyro Two was my least favorite. After playing this remake, I went, "Oh, this actually has some of the memorable stuff that I liked." Oh, okay, maybe I like Spyro Two more than I thought. I think it was very hard for me as a kid. Spyro Two is difficult. Spyro yeah, Two was... was punishing as a kid, yeah. <laughs> but now it's like I'm I was having a lot more challenge with it, but it was fun, and I was getting through. It wasn't as hard as a kid when I was a kid. I get to Spyro 3, and that was always my favorite as a kid. I replayed that multiple times or whatever. Playing Spyro 3 after playing, you know, as an adult and playing these remakes, I kind of maybe like Spyro 2 a little bit more now. Um, come as You know, coming back in as an adult. I think the level variety, like, the, or not the level variety, um, the enemies in all the older ones, you would see, like, a wizard and then this weird dragon thing. Yeah. Like, you would just see the funniest weird enemies in Spyro 1 and 2 or mm-hmm. whatever. In Spyro 3, they're all Rhinox. But they have either like a ninja suit on or their <laughs> underwater scuba suit and they're all Rhinox. They're the same, like either bigger or skinny. And I was like, oh, now that the adults, like, yeah, the, there, di- there's different monsters. There's different like enemies you fight. Not They're not all just Rhinox, but 80%, 70% are <laughs> Rhinox. So, uh, but the skateboarding stuff, mm-hmm. still fun. You do skateboard as Spyro. And as a kid, I love that. that. That's still freaking fun in this one. Um, but. I think I you open up other that one has different like characters and stuff you play as other than Spyro that you unlock. I do I it's a now it's a toss up now actually between Spyro two and three for me but great remakes I love those and looking forward to Crash Team Racing next like they've Sound knocked out of the park with the Crash remakes and the Spyro remakes those could have easily and been rushed. And Resident Evil 2. Like, all my childhood. Nothing yeah. like remakes, man. They, these, this could have easily gone very wrong. And yeah. none of it went wrong. So we're very uh, fortunate that it didn't. But Spyro 3 is fun. And the last games I've played since the last podcast. I started this probably two weeks ago. I got a book. I'm going to show it right real quick. But it's uh, all these old NES games. Mm-hmm. Um. And they show, like, they have different art on them, like, showing different, like, 
like here's Spyro two or not Spyro two <laughs> on the like here's uh, Super Mario Brothers two and stuff on there yeah. like it's really cool all this pixel art and stuff and then the, each section is like talking about the game like oh yeah we had a different you know we had a difficult development on this or there was only me and two other people that made this or mm. you know like this is all that you know we we had to make this game but uh, in in looking at this there was Castlevania like on the front cover and stuff and I was like man I've been wanting to play the the Castlevania games I can't get the I'm sorry this. this is so funny I'm watching <laughs> no I'm, I gotta get this are you putting it in the right way no it's it's his freaking sleeve this is just like the difficulty of a NES game of an NES game okay got it oh my gosh no that problem was, that was painful <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so looking at this book, I saw Castlevania and stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I have been dying to go through those old games, like to emulate those games and playing whatever. Because you know what? I first my first thing, I went to the freaking Nintendo Switch Online that we freaking pay for, and I was like, maybe it's on there. It's not on there, and I was like, they have Zelda and Mario, and then like two weird games, Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden. That was fun. And I. Want them to put out ten games a month? You know what I mean? Like, come on! I don't know. The, the library, I know, over time will grow, and hopefully, going forward, we're just gonna have. They're not gonna have to, you know, switch to. I hope they don't have to re, you know, put you these seem games really bothered on. By this, I, I I think from now on it'll be better. But it's like, man. So I've emulated all the, you know, started with this Castlevania game. So I emulated. I'm gonna talk. Lightning round because I played so many Castlevania games, ungodly amount of Castlevania Castlevania games. So lightning round, here we go. Castlevania one on the NES, fun. It's weird, not you can't jump up and like, you know, in modern like two D platformers, like you're able to jump up and hit, like jump up, turn to the other direction to hit. This is so rigid. It kind of well, this is going to talk to all the NES ones. This kind of movement. So the, the movement's so rigid and whatever, it kind of, like, kills it for me. But fun. For at that time, I think it was awesome. Like, using your whip. You're going through whipping bats, having fun. Castlevania 2. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Yeah? That one is the one where, very fun. This is all I have to say about the, my experience with this game. I was laughing so hard reading. I was reading up on these games. Got Castlevania 2. Uh, yeah, all the NPCs lie to you. There's, like, a little town in this, and they all tell you misinformation. Like, if you go to this place and do this, you'll get that. And they're all lying. That's how they designed the game. They designed the game to give you, like, you know when, like, games have, like, a hint, like, yeah. this? All of them are wrong. And they don't tell you they're all lying. <laughs> That's evil. <laughs> and so I played 20 minutes of game, shut up. Wow. Castlevania 3, they added, like, characters you can get, like additional characters that have different abilities. Like one guy climbs on the wall. Castlevania mm-hmm. 3 was awesome. The best of the NES ones. By, uh, definitely. Had a good time with that. Castlevania 4. I played these all back to back on an emulator. I could not stop pay- playing Castlevania games. Super Castlevania 4 on the Super Nintendo. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So much freaking fun. You can finally hit in like all directions with the whip. So you're jumping through. The gameplay is so fluid. Like... You're hitting this, you're jumping up here, you're grabbing this. Graphics are awesome, the environment, and kind of even, like... It reminds me of Super Metroid, like, the the kind of atmosphere is, like, very atmospheric. Definitely recommended. Castlevania Bloodlines on the Genesis. It's so funny, you were, like, this vampire hunter. 
but they everything just seems extreme and like rad and ugh, like backwards baseball cap in that one. Like everything seems like Sega Genesis and like kind of like I'm a cool dude like kind of thing. But uh, you're literally like this vampire hunter, but uh, and this bulky one. They make them bulky and stuff. So it's so funny how they did that. But that one was fun. Uh, then here's what happened. I was like, I have to put down these games. I'm gonna keep going. So I played Castlevania, and I did a hangout of this, uh, going back on like hangouts and stuff that we did. Uh, I did it for Castlevania N64 or Legacy the N64 of Dark- one, yeah. The Legacy of Darkness, um, and that game sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that game, the camera you're fighting with the camera from beginning to end. Uh, it's kind of goofy, and um, that's all there is to it. Very skippable. Then I jumped to the GBA games. Now, did you ever hear about these games? You know the Castlevania no, games. Honestly, GBA? the only ones I ever knew about um, was the N sixty four. I knew that the NES ones. Um, I knew there was a Genesis one that I thought wasn't that good, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And then I knew about the N sixty four one. Yeah, that's all I know. Well, the GBA ones. I remember as a kid, I had a friend that was really into them, and I'd watch him play like on his Game Boy back then. But like, uh, I remember them getting like the box art looking incredible, and I was just like, wow, this looks the art looks cool, whatever. <laughs> And they, I remember the reviews in the magazines. They would get great reviews. So Circle of the Moon is the first one. came out in 2001. Uh, very cool. That one kind of takes after Symphony of the Night, which I'd already played. That's why I didn't mention that one. But yeah. that, one's, that one came out on PS1. Um, and it, that one turned into, if you've ever heard the term, the genre Metroidvania. Yeah. That's what started that with Symphony of the Night. Of like, you're kind of picking around the map trying to find stuff. you ever played Metroid or whatever, yeah. stuff like that. Like, you're trying to pick around and you go in the map. Oh, I can't. I don't have the ability to open this up yet. So that's what these games in the GBA are, are these exploration games. And Circle of the Moon is just like that. Awesome music, uh, great bosses, like crazy bosses like that you get to fight in 2D. Like Very fun what they're able to do with the graphics. Very hard. Pretty difficult by the end. Uh, I was uh, I had safe states and stuff, so I, de- I use those uh, a lot. I don't like to if I don't have to, yeah. but I um, uh, used it for that for sure. Harmony of Dissonance was the next. Uh, the music was just okay. It was a lot easier. Um, the stories in these, I should say, too, they start to have stories after the NES games. They are all Dracula's castles back. Oh, you're a descendant of the Belmonts. Then you can defeat them with your whip. That is every single game. There has not been a good story Castlevania that I've played. Yeah, and it's serviceable. It's just like Zelda or like those older yeah. Zelda. It's like you gotta get Princess Zelda. You gotta defeat Ganondorf. But uh, so Harmony Dissonance was more is more easy on the easy side. You flip between castles. Uh, you go like they say. Do you feel different? Yeah, I feel different in this castle because there's two sides of the castle fighting. This person's soul and this other person's soul. And the castle like changes. Like you can go in and out of these like different variations of the castle. It's pretty fun beat uh like yesterday or today aria of sorrow and that's the last one there awesome that one was freaking cool you can have different weapons you can have a whip you can have a hammer you can you you know utilize different weapons and stuff i freaking loved aria of sorrow so much so that i am in the middle of dawn of sorrow on the ds i have not stopped playing you have a problem castlevania games yeah because yeah. we've been snow i should say too we've been snowed in Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty bad and uh, so I just sat down and these didn't take long with the emulator because going back and forth between these like maps it does take a while but you get so strong 
I hit the fast forward feature on the emulator, and I'm rushing through each like thing, and I'm getting so I'm actually beating these games that take eight hours and four hours because. Yeah. I just speed up through or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm having a blast doing it that way because hey. I don't have the patience to do it otherwise. But I'm, glad you're uh, I'm playing the DS1 right now, and um, it is actually the first sequel in the whole Castlevania series. It's a sequel to that Aria. I'm sorry, that last GBA game, but Castlevania, I'm addicted. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and I don't know why. I, I, I felt like after I beat the GBA ones, I was like, I'm going to be done, but here I am playing. There's three DS ones. I don't know when I'm going to stop. What's up with the DS ones? Um, they made one on the 3DS that people hate, and then they made two, they made one on the 360 that people hate, and another on the 360 PS3 that people hate. I mean, you guys gotta play it, you gotta play it though. Oh, I'll play it. Yeah. And then they did make two on the PS2, and I started the one on PS2, the first one, and I kind of teeter, you know, fiddled out on that uh, one. you sissy. Fizzled out on that gotta one. play it. It was, uh... It's okay, but I played a ton of Castlevania. Yeah, uh, that's about it for that. We had one big game news, which is kind of this is kind of a big deal. Like when this they, is very big. Like it's, for our group, yeah. And, and like for this is what huge we talked about. You know, Bungie <laughs> finally said frick it. They did. They had a ten year contract, and they probably went up to uh, Activision and went rip. Yeah, Pete all rip. over it, man. So for those that don't know, Bungie and Activision, uh, they. They kind of teamed up to make the Destiny kind of yeah. series or whatever, um, and they were under like a ten-year contract. It was a big, yeah, it was a, big it was deal, a big deal for like to make these games. Bungie to make was these going Destiny to help support games. some of the other games that Activision was going to push. You know, they want to like kind of help like sell it through their own like yeah. websites and stuff. That's already saw Call of Duty on Bungie's uh, launch. We call it the. They're not Portal. What is it? For oh, uh, client, client. Yeah, yeah the launch client. Um, stuff like that. Cause like Activision What's was kind of like called. I forget. It's uh, the Blizzard client. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Blizzard, but it's something else. This was kind of a big deal because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, now we're getting extra brand recognition. We're getting pushed yeah. from people who play Destiny. You know, this is awesome. Yeah. I don't really understand the specifics on why Bungie did this. Uh, maybe you do. I, I'm not really sure. I think that they went from Microsoft. They finally they. You know, settled what they had, you know, under the uh, contract they had to do. They had to make ODST and they yeah. made Reach to, like, get out. Like, we want out of making these Halo games or whatever. So they did that and they were like, okay, now we're free. What are we going to do next? And I think they just, they wanted a publisher. You know what I mean? They were already used to having Microsoft kind of helping them financially. Yeah. I think they just were like, let's team up again with somebody and let's make a whole new thing. Let's start fresh. And that's where Destiny 1 comes from. Yeah. Which we don't have to say a lot you can go online and see a ton of stuff a great Kotaku article talking about the troubled launch of Destiny 1 the trouble that I think if you played Destiny you might not have noticed Destiny 1 in particular but uh, so the other day they announced they are splitting up with Activision and they will now own all of the rights, everything, to Destiny mm-hmm. to continue the series. Which, which is exciting. Which is very exciting because I I don't know how much of it was Activision, how much of it was Bungie, whatever, but I think this will give them more control mm-hmm. because before it was like, you have to have this out by this date. And they kept pushing the... It, there was like kind of that, but now there won't be that pressure. No. They'll be like, we're going to get it out when it's right, what we feel is right or whatever, so... They'll have that. I think it's. And if you guys, I, know, I mean, obviously, you guys know Destiny was really successful. I mean, yeah. as much as like Destiny One got crapped Definitely. on, and I love Destiny Two. I don't have a single problem with that. I just don't want to play it anymore. 
Um, it was a good game. I am excited to see the team that we've come to fall in love with and then now yeah. hate, but still wish for the old memories to come back. Yeah. Get a shot mm. at maybe De- De- Destiny 2 DLC or even the future Destiny series. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's good news. Yeah. It also might find. It also might expose them for who they really are. <laughs> if we're being yeah. Honest. They might. Nothing might change. You yeah. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? Go, oh, it means wow, nothing. Bungie really sucked all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, but I. I think that's really cool. Uh, my wish. What I would if I had all the money in the world and I had control of Bungie, I would legit reboot the whole thing. I would just go like Destiny Omega. And so, what was Destiny Omega? We reboot the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. Destiny One and Two never happened, and they just write it off the book. It's, like, it's kind of like like Dragon Ball Z did with Broly. Yeah, like, and they just start the foundation. <laughs> they start the foundation whole, you know, all over again. But I know the they might not do that. But it's it. We'll have to see how it goes now. But I'm very curious again. And I feel like Destiny Two was fun for you guys. Yeah. You guys played a lot. But I think like story and the way they've handled DLC and people get mad and they get uh-huh. happy again and they're mad. I feel like it's just up and down with that whole Activision series. Activision definitely had a hand in, a lot, I think, a lot of things. Yeah. I, I don't see a company wanting to go... Actually, I'm going to stop. I'm going to put my foot in my mouth here. <laughs> I, I just want to see what they're going to do. Let's just see what they're going to do. Hopefully you can play four-player. Yeah, hopefully you can play more than just... Uh, that would be people. a cool feature. Maybe, Bungie, if you're watching right now, please add four-player. Uh, do what Halo 3 did in 2007. Make it we'll work. See. Uh, so yeah, that was that was kind of a big thing. Uh, TV, TV, you know, is back on. Yeah, snowed in. You gotta do something different. Can't you, go outside. You, got, you gotta watch something. So what did I watch? I basically played a TV show. Yeah. Black Mirror, the episode Bandersnatch came. I'm out surprised you played this on Netflix. Um, this was a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Episode of Black Mirror. So Black, good. I've that's never heard of this. Black yeah. Mirror is a show that's like the Twilight Zone with technology. It kind of shows. It kind of goes down dark, um, you know, paths of like here's mm-hmm. what could happen with technology if dot dot dot, and it shows you in the episode. Each episode's its own standalone it cast and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's very yeah. It can get kind of dark, um, but Bandersnatch was uh, this kind of standalone kind of thing that they did where. You use your remote and you choose like what you want to do. Like, do you mm-hmm. want to do this choice or whatever? Um, and I saw a lot of people crapping on this, and I think they totally miss part of the point on this completely because they're always trying to commentate on like technology or whatever. And one thing about this, well, I thought it was cool that this worked with Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, they put support in this to the point where I was like. Are other things going to try to do this? You know, yeah. they had to build something specifically to work with Netflix. I was like doing it on their, ser- you know, on their service. But uh, you play or like the whole thing. You're like this guy. You you aren't this guy, but you're choosing it for it. But like this guy who's like making a video game, and it's one of those point and click choose your own adventure kind of games. But uh, this guy, like he meets this guy, this other developer. He knows about him and it starts to go down this path of, like, this guy, like, knows some stuff, and maybe there's some, like, choose-your-own-adventure stuff in the real world. Like, yeah. There's, like, different reality. It's It gets pretty whatever, but uh, I had fun with it, and kind of the... Spoiler alert for those maybe that didn't see it, but a lot of the commentary, I'll just say, like, kind of the commentary of the episode, I was, like... The reviews, I saw people say, like, 
uh, whatever you chose, like, there wasn't really a lot of choice <clears throat> in the thing. And that episode was showing you just that. Like, yeah. what choices can you make? There was also one extra... I was laughing out loud having a... Like, I was... I love this in, like, those old, um, even the Super Seducer games that we play, like, choosing the crazy option mm-hmm. and seeing the most cringeworthy or crazy option you get to choose. They have one moment like that in this that, like, goes nuts, and I love that stuff. I'm a sucker for it. So, I would say sit down with a group and just play this. Like, uh, yeah. check it out. Um, it commentates on that, like, there's not really a lot of choice that you have here. But, uh, yeah, everything Black Mirror I, I've liked that they put out, but... Uh, watch that. Uh, what uh, did you watch anything? Um, I did watch. So, if you guys know, I, I think I, like three or four months ago, I watched One Punch Man when the sub was out, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I think that's actually like one of my like favorite animes mm-hmm. ever. It's so polished, it's so clean, it is absolutely hysterical. Yeah. Um, well, the new season's coming out. The new season, they announced their season two, mm-hmm. which is thinking awesome. Yeah. But also, that I found the dub. There's a dub of One Punch Man. okay. And the only thing I can walk away from with a dub is that I actually like Sadaman's voice way better in the dub than I do in the sub. Yeah. I like everyone else's voices more in the sub, because, like, uh, Genesis' voice is awful Mm -hmm. in the dub. It's so bad. Like, like it's bad. Yeah. It's, It's, like, laughable bad. But, oh, man, I just... Yeah, I only watched the sub. That? I only watched the sub. Did you watch One Punch Man though? Yeah. So you really did you like it? Yeah, I um, uh, I didn't like fall in love with it, but there was certain parts I would laugh. I would laugh really hard. Like I just thought it was just really cool. Certain yeah. things. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a funny concept, and I'll definitely check out season two. Yeah. Like, I don't, have you seen it? I haven't. It's on Netflix. It's ten. It's all it is. It's ten episodes. Yeah. It's Thirty short. minutes long. It's short and. Um, the animation's Man. great. The Dude, anim- the ending. When you the get to the end of the season, you gotta watch it. Yeah, the animation's great. It's a good time. I think you'd really enjoy it. I think you'd sit down and be like, this is actually really worth it. I'll have to... So should I watch it subbed or dubbed? I'd watch it subbed. Subbed? Yeah, yeah. I'd watch it subbed. See, yeah. the weird thing about watching anime, like... I watched, um... Kill a Kill. Yeah. I watched mm-hmm. that subbed. Tried to watch it again dubbed. Hated it. I watched Gurren Lagann... Dubbed, Me tried too. to watch it subbed, hated it. So I think it's it whatever you watch whatever first. You watch first, I think people you, hold on to yeah. it. You grow. Because yeah. that's how I am with the Evangelion dub. People crap on that more than anything yeah. in anime. They The dub they think is terrible. But I like, that was the first time I watched through it, and I kind of like really liked it. The voice of that one's the only one that I'm indifferent. Because we've watched, um, we watched 3.0 mm-hmm. subbed the first time. And I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, I could, I can hear the voices of the characters, both dubbed and subbed in my yeah. head. And like, if I'm thinking of you what, have that ability. Like, if I'm thinking of what does Ray sound like, like I can hear what she sounds like mm-hmm. in both languages, and I'm indifferent as to which one I prefer. Yeah. So, I I think that one's a weird. That's an outlier for me. I recently watched it all subbed. Um, you know, bat or. They have the HD kind of like yeah. thing that they did, uh, remaster of the old episodes, the old series, and I watched it all subbed. And um, yeah, I had I, I still had that affinity for the dub that is bad that people say. One thing I didn't know was that the dub of the original series um, is some things are just incorrect. 
And recently it was announced uh, that Netflix is putting out Evangelion, dubbed, which is ginormous because the only way to watch Evangelion is that is one show definitely just pirate it because to get it to watch it is uh, to watch the old version on DVD. That's on 480p is as high as you could. What? I have to get it legally. To get it legally, and the thing is, they don't sell it. You have to get it off eBay, so it's not even going to the creators. Oh gosh! So it's always been a, it's been in limbo and like copyright like hell and rights hell for like years, for like decades and stuff because there was a dispute or whatever. Netflix basically bought the rights to Evangelion. Nice. They own the right. So Netflix has a nice little anime collection. They do. So now that they have Evangelion, that was huge. So uh, that that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So some. So what what people are saying is, I think they're redoing the dub for the Netflix thing. I'm pretty sure because, and which is good, I guess, because people were talking there like the things in the dub and the Evangelion are just wrong. Certain things <laughs> they say about the lore is incorrect. Yeah, like they fricked it up some of it. And I was well, like, they, I didn't know it that. It depends on who you get to actually do the dub to. Yeah. Comes over. Well, uh, I guess um, I guess they did some other series and they did really good. So I think I think they'll they'll handle it yeah. pretty well. So and I think it's all the original like people that did. Did they the, didn't they remaster it or aren't they remastering it and putting it out on Blu-ray in the dub or was they, that sub? They already did that in Japan, but the Japan version, even if you imported it, did not have English dub or sub. Ah. So it's like there, that was thing. So what people did, I pirated it. Hello, because there was no freaking better way to get it, and I pirated it and got the uh, subtitles, the subtitles uh, kind of version, like a DLC. Yeah, patch. I got the DLC like patch. patch. God, but it's like the I want, we do to watch anime. I want to give them. I have bought like the Lost Blu-ray set, the Breaking Bad. I love to own and pay, and I want to get that stuff. I don't want to have to pirate that stuff. I want to like own that stuff mm. I want a copy stuff I really like so it's like Evangelion when it came out that Blu-ray thing it was this cool set this nice looking set and I was like oh please give it to me and it's like I would have imported that easily if it had that yeah, and it did why did you not do that it was money on the table hey, I so. got all the DVDs <laughs> yeah you do I really do actually I have yeah. every but that's really them. the only way but it's like it's hard to get them and you have um, to go on eBay you have to go elsewhere to get them but I, uh, I did watch another show other yeah. than Scrubs. Other than Scrubs. Yeah, I'm actually... I've, I, I jumped off the Scrubs train. I watched it like four... The, by the way, guys, I have a problem. I did watch I have a Castlevania like, problems. What do you I have? watched that like four more times. Like, all the way nuts. through. Just, are... I just fall asleep to it. I just I know what happens. So I can just pick up on the episode. I fell asleep You almost it. put it in the background. I would... Like, that's half watching and half like you're used to it. I'm just like used a... to it. I, I can quote it and I can like yeah. live it and... I, I did Scrubs trivia at work and I got all the answers right. Yeah, because like, you watch it thirty times. I know. How many times have you gone from beginning to end of the show? Six or seven, maybe. Wow. Glenn Matthews. That's the janitor's name. That, by the way, just, <laughs> his his wife's name is. Lady. I was kind of lost. I was like, who's Glenn Matthews? <laughs> well, throughout the whole see all the whole thing, all they do is call him the janitor. Yeah. Until one point at the very end, once they say his name. Yeah. It's actually Gwen Matthews. So, uh, what else uh, um, have you... I started New Girl. New Girl. Um, have you seen New Girl? No. Have you seen New Girl? This doesn't seem like a show. Hey, it is hysterical. It's so funny. And the reason why I love it so much is because it's so stinging awkward. And it's like, it's about a girl who gets cheated on by her boyfriend, alright? And she moves out, and she moves in with three guys in this loft. And it's just, I don't know, it's funny. Prince just showed up on it. Like, before he died. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, it's just... I, I can't excuse... You, you, you like awkward you have, moments? 
I do like awkward moments. Like, I think you'd get a kick out of this, because the way that she comes off as a, like a person, she's like, loves life, everything's really like funny, but she's just so awkward, and it makes no sense, and everything she does is extremely just weird, and I just, I don't know, I, I find it hilarious. I really think, like, you, I don't know if you'd like it, I, it doesn't. It's sounding like the same premise as something like How I Met Your Mother, which I could not. And Big Bang Theory, things like that. I don't that like I, no, not like Big. It's not like a sitcom. I, I wouldn't. It sounds I, like a sitcom. No, it's not. It's definitely not a sitcom. It's a show that has like a story, has a yeah. plot, and it's trying to achieve. Um, it has six seasons. I mean, it was really good. I, I'm actually Is like it still going. No, it's done. It, it ended. It. They actually got to do a series finale. Finale. They actually got to finish the show. Um, I I just enjoy it. I enjoy comedies. They have a story. How do you pick these shows? How do um, you get... This one got recommended to me. Okay. So I kind of like had to... How'd you find Scrubs? How'd I find Scrubs? Watched it on Comedy Central. Yeah, that's, how, I, that's yeah. how I found it. I found Scrubs too. on Comedy Central. Um, this one uh, was being recommended to me. I picked up like the 100 and I tried watching it. It's like Lost but on Space Crack. And I had heard that. I had actually heard yeah. that. Like, it was similar to like... I stumbled into a weird show once called The Expanse on... I want to say it was on Amazon, and I was too lazy one night to get up and change <laughs> So I was like, what's on Amazon video or something? And I watched the first season. It was strange, but it is weird how you stumble into yeah. TV shows. Sometimes. I like shows, if you guys want to know something about me, I like shows that have really strong character development. To where I can like really get enjoy the characters and get behind them and get behind this what the story they're trying yeah. to tell. So the reason I like New Girl is because they do a good job developing their characters. It's mm-hmm. still funny. It's still goofy. But I like the characters a lot. The 100, I I keep looking up there, Xavier Lost figure up there. I instantly felt lost right away without character development. <laughs> and Sounds awful. Sounds awful. Sounds terrible. It's sounds terrible. Awful. But the, my biggest pet peeve is I like comedic relief. In Lost, they had moments when there was small comedic relief. Yeah. It's not always tense, which yeah. is good. I can't do that. Yeah. That's stressful. It's like going to work. I don't want to go to work when I watch a TV show. Yeah. It's like playing Mass Effect Andromeda again. It does like Mass Effect. That's example two. So when I started watching the 100, I got through like a season and a half, and I just was like, I am so worked up because they will not slow down. They have the pedal to the metal. Yeah. And you have just, to have comedic relief. It's like drama after drama, person having sex, drama, sex. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I'm done. I, I literally put it down. I was like, Tapped this out. is not a show I'm worth that's worth watching. <laughs> So, um, little little tidbit about me. I yeah. like comedic relief in my shows. So that's why I've been watching. I've watched more TV than I've had in my life. Wow, kind of weird. Not gonna lie to you. Wow, I'm glad. Cause remember last year you watched zero TV. I watched so now you're nuts. <laughs> you're yeah. TV nuts. So yeah. I'm uh, happy to hear that. Uh, cool. Uh, me and my wife have been going through Sopranos. I think I talked about it last time. Yeah, I saw it once previously. It's my second time. Second time through. Man, because uh, I remember the first time through, I was like, there's not one bad episode in this entire show. Mm-hmm. It is consistent. It is the most consistent show, more than Lost, more than even, more than, I don't know, Evangelion only has 26 episodes, so it's pretty consistent. But like, more than Lost, more than like Breaking Bad, this is the most consistent show I've ever seen. Yeah. This and The Leftovers. And I feel that same way the second time. I'm like, each episode is like, has all of these like layers to it, and like characters and stuff that they're like, talking about is all like leads back to a character or Tony Soprano. Like they're talking about something deeper. There's a deeper on every episode there there's almost every episode there's something under the surface Different. they're trying to commentate on and like try and talk something about. Else is happening. And it's like wow. 
man, the second time through, I'm noticing that stuff more <laughs> than I did the first time, and uh, I'm really liking it a lot. To the point where I need to actually probably rewatch Breaking Bad. Oh, God. Because Breaking Bad's my third favorite show, and I actually put it above Sopranos by a smidge. Right now, Sopranos actually might be above Breaking Bad for me, but I need to go back and watch because Breaking Bad absolutely has not many, but moments where you're just like, frick, like, I don't care about, uh, spoiler alert, Hank's Rock Collection. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, it dips into that, and it's like, frick it, like, but Sopranos doesn't have any of that whatsoever, so um, I'm going to maybe watch Breaking Bad next to kind of like, you know, fresh, fresh eyes, and go through Breaking Bad twice and see what I think about that, mm. but... But yeah, uh, Spring is still good. And I watched, there's three episodes out right now that I've seen of uh, True Detective Season 3. So True Detective is, uh, each each series or season so far has been a different cast and a different like scenario. With these detectives like going and like trying to solve this case. Or actually like the first, I can't remember if the second season was like this, but first season and this third season is all like they're actually looking back at an old case. Like they're kind of older, the detectives are older, the actors, they make them look older and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're going back in time, like, oh, this is when this case happened. Season one was extremely, extremely disturbing. And like, uh, it's like going back and you're trying to see, like, they're tracking this person, they're trying to track, like, what happened to these kids? What happened to this? Or, like, these, this kid got abducted. This happened or whatever. Great acting. Incredible atmosphere. Two Season 2 gets crapped on a lot. It has uh, Colin Farrell in it. Yeah. Uh, and it was more... That darkness wasn't there. And uh, I, I still enjoyed it. And there was still some cool stuff in that. Season 3 brings back the freaking creepiness. Remember when I said the other... Uh, when I was playing that VR and I went, Siri... Turn on the lights. <laughs> I did that. I was watching the show alone in the dark. Like, Siri, now. And um, it it just has this foreboding, like, music and sound and audio. Like, everything. Like, what happens in this season is two kids go missing. And they're trying to find out, like, who has these kids or whatever. What happened to these kids? And they're tracking them down. Well, this one guy gets really... Uh, I forgot the name of the actor's name. Um, the main actor's name, whatever. But... So he's two detectives, and he's like, I can't stop till I find him, whatever. He's like, I'm going back out again. And he goes back out, and, like, this music is very creepy, and he has, like, a flashlight, and he's literally going into, like, these woods areas at night, and, like, this kind of, like, out in the country and stuff with this flashlight. And, and I'm like, Siri, turn on the lights. Like, I was just like, I can't handle this right now. But it is so creepy of an atmosphere. Loving it. Love, 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 loving mm. True Detective Season 3. Great so far. Uh, having a good time with it. And that's it for TV for me. Yeah. Um, did you guys? Did you watch anything on TV? Are you watching? You're not. Couple episodes. Leftovers soon. Seinfeld here and there. Oh, Leftovers okay. is something I I want to get into. Yeah. That will take you a little time to get through. It's yeah, thirty episodes. Sure, that's totally, it. Yeah. It's just hard to Resident Evil Kingdom yeah. Hearts coming out there, and I have games on. I still haven't played Moss. I bought Moss like. Three weeks ago. Have, have Moss on the VR and then have Leftovers, leftovers in the background. Yeah. Just I'm, listen to it. I'm planning on beating Resident Evil 2 at in least one of the months. campaigns <laughs> in the next couple days. So I three can get months. ready. I have to play the point two before Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like the little prequel or whatever. Yeah, I have to play that. Like four so, hours. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's coming out. So TV's uh, been on the back burner for me. I need to play Resident 2 before I do anything. Kingdom Hearts. I bought it and I haven't played it. Uh, Travis has taken probably the approach I think 
Everyone should. He's just playing three. He's really? watch, he's watching a recap on YouTube and then he's going into three. Dang I, it! I uh, ah! I really uh, I do if he, if you did have the time if you didn't care I think one and two and <clears throat> Birth by Sleeper fun I think everything else is skippable honestly um, but I, I like those three games but uh, but that mm. means that being said I did watch one movie. Me too. Uh, I watched Fire. On Netflix, and this was the it, doc- was hot. it was the documentary about. Do you remember this? Yes. The, <laughs> the fire. Festival. I could never forget waking up to you sending this. In the oh my gosh! Chat. Yeah, in the group chat we were hey, going. I nuts thought it was a joke. When Insane. this happened, when this happened, it was absolutely unbelievable. Because you would just see me. The memes were hilarious. For one, uh, two. You couldn't believe what was happening. Like it just kept getting worse. It was like, oh, this is happening. Oh, this has turned into Lord of the Flies. So for those that don't know, <laughs> it did turn into Lord uh, of the This Flies. was very recent. Um, this was 2017, uh, I believe. But um, there was a festival put on by this entrepreneur or whatever. They bought an island. Bought this island to put on this music festival. But when people got there, all these like rich kids, these. Uh, um, like influencers or whatever get there, it turns into Lord of the Flies and everything they were promised is not there. And people are still in stuff for people's tents. They were promised like, they were going to be like houses it's like on the It's pouring rain, there's mattresses out there and people are stealing it, mattresses. Uh, it, was, it was insanity and people were like, they didn't like, where was the food or whatever? Like they had to get off this island. They're stuck on this island. Um, and they paid $10,000 to get there. So Netflix put a documentary about this, kind of looking behind, like, what happened with all this? This was nuts. Uh, and what's even more nuts, I won't talk a lot about because I didn't see the other one, but this came out, the Netflix put out a documentary and Hulu at the same time. Netflix, or Hulu has their own fire festival documentary, and it's different. And But, like, after, like, hearing both sides, people, like, watch both of them, they're like, just watch the Netflix one. It's all you need. But the Netflix one goes into, like, leading up to, like, what happened in the planning to get what well, how did they get to this point like how did it get to here and there i don't want to spoil it because well for one well one thing i will say that was interesting i didn't know was how did ja rule get involved in this because ja rule was pretty involved in this yeah like in funding all this so what had happened was it was interesting. They did like this tech conference. Like, kind of, they showed footage from it. But the 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 main owner of this fire like company or whatever, um, he said that they were tr- he was trying to book uh, Ja Rule himself for like a gig for like this party he was throwing for like people at his company or whatever else, and because uh, he had owned another business or whatever. But mm-hmm. he tried to get Ja Rule, and he's like he. I met this guy, his name was Ricky online or something, and he said, if you give me $500, I'll get you Jaw Rule, like, connected and see if you, whatever. I was then connected from Ricky to some guy named Tommy. And, you know, I never got to talk to Jaw Rule, you know what I mean? Like, it was hard to get to, he, so, Fire actually was a cool concept. Fire was, like, um, he was wanting to make a website, and Jaw Rule, like, he actually reached Jaw Rule, and then they talked and had a good meaning of, like, hey, what if we built something that, like, was Uber for the booking process? Like, you could go online, and if you did want to book an event or a birthday party or, like, just throw a party in the city or whatever, you could book these different guys, these different musical artists or these different comedians. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would all be on the site, and it would be a direct connection to those people Mm -hmm. instead of having to go down these shady avenues. 
good ideal. And the team was pumped, and they had a great team like making the stuff, and it was like, wow, this is gonna like this is a good concept. Jaw rules, funding, or whatever. To, uh, you know, to advertise this, that's when the fire festival came up, and that's when this guy, like the 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 owner of this or whatever, is like, let's do this fire festival. But it gets to the point where this guy, like, they say in the documentary, they're like, we don't know if this this guy is literally a psychopath. Or he's the smartest guy in the room. We did not know. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't tell. But the stuff and the hell that they t- put these people through, it's awful. It's very bad. Uh, I um, I do get some glee, some satisfaction out of these, like, rich uh, trust fund kids getting tricked and put on this island. Yeah. The fun- it's still very funny. Yeah. But it gets, like, whoa. There's one part in this thing, because they really put everybody through the ringer. There's one that, as it was showing me... Talking about this incident, I, you will not believe, when it gets to it, I was flabbergasted, like, what happened. I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, they don't, they don't mean that. What? Like, <laughs> I was in shock, like, what had happened with one of these, like, employees or whatever, but, uh, yeah, highly recommend it's an hour and a half or whatever. Hmm. You'll have a good time kind of looking behind the scenes on this. Uh, then they follow up after the words at the towards the end or whatever. What's this guy doing now? What's this like Billy or whatever his name was? Like, cause he might be facing prison. Like, yeah, for was this. Like, jail. yeah, cause he really screwed a lot of people over in this, and you could see it in the documentary. But uh, very interesting where he's at now, what he was <laughs> doing at the end of this documentary too. Living the good life. So uh, yeah, fire, very cool. Uh, yeah, I uh, I had watch? the privilege. Of capping off the greatest uh, anime ever of Dragon Ball Z. Um, Dragon Ball Super. Broly. Oh, yeah. Hit theaters. Uh, you liked it? I mean, did not only did they bring Bro- Broly back from the cesspool they created, <laughs> they, they, made him, him, yeah. they made him awesome. I mean, way better. Do you know when, like... Did you watch the first movie when Broly came out? No, Dragon Ball Z? I didn't. Did you? So, like... Broly was kind of cool. Yeah. But his story sucked. That's what I heard. It was so bad. He's like, I hate Kakarot because Kakarot cried. Kakarot! <laughs> and then I was just like, that's, that's it. so dumb. <laughs> like, that's so dumb. You're telling me the most legendary Super Saiyan in the world hates a baby because he cried. Yeah. Frick you, man. So, Dragon Ball Super said, you know what? Screw it. It's not canon. I like how they're able to do that. GT, not canon. Broly's movies, not canon. There was three of them. Not canon. <laughs> not right. canon. Dragon Ball Super Broly, canon. <laughs> so, um, they bring up the story of Broly and why he's the way he is. And, um, it talks about, like, Paragus and, like, the, uh, Planet Vegeta and Frieza taking over really early. Shows one of the coolest fight scenes. I heard it's all. I heard there's some cool stuff in this movie. Oh, my God. Which makes me want to rewatch. I have. I would have to go back and rewatch. Uh, you gotta watch Super. I, I, I have asked. I asked this question eighty times because okay. I have to keep remembering. Super is the one they kind of. It's the abridged version of Z, right? Mm-mm. No. Which one's the abridged version of Z? Dragon Ball Z abridged. But when Dragon Ball Z Kai. Z Kai. Okay. Well, uh, there's no Kai. The abridged. Uh, there's an abridged, which is abridges the, the abridged series. is the, uh, the, the people that you make do. fun of. Which oh, is hysterical, yeah. by the yeah, way. It's funny. You watched it. It's yeah. awesome. I, I, I know that. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z Kai. So Dragon Ball Super is the sequel to Dragon Ball Z Kai. You watched up to what? 
the boobs? Where'd you stop? You watched the cell, right? I watched Cell and I watched Frieza. So Majin Buu Saga happens and then I Dragon, didn't, Ball, I didn't watch Dragon Ball Supers immediately. Man, after. I would almost challenge you with this. If you could watch Boo and then Super, I would give you I would like I'd watch Leftovers. Oh wow. And I, I've that told you be... for years I'm not watching that. Watch, <laughs> watch Kai, though, for the Boo. Yeah, watch man, Kai for Boo. Boo is the... King of filler. It's the king of filler, man. King I think that's filler. why I didn't watch even as a kid. I don't know if it even came to Cartoon Network at that it time. Did. It did. I think I just... Got, I, I think I kind of fell out from I, I didn't know, like but, Boo very yeah. much. I, I honestly skipped a good chunk of the middle of the yeah. Boo. Yeah, Boo's pretty but, rough. But get back on the movie. You like yeah, the, so, um, the movie's The cool. movie... The fight scene was amazing... The only part where I was just kind of like, Ugh, I don't really like this. It went kind of Dragon Ball Fighter Z esque. The game, oh, the animation style did. It went three D. Oh, that's weird. Oh, they had a CGI. Yeah, there. and I was like, oh, oh god, that's happening. Yeah. Oh god, what's going on? And I just kept saying like, oh god, like over and over yeah. again because I was just so like. And that could work if it's done well, but I think... And it was done well. It just was like... It just kind of took you out of it? I was just, like, I was just so drawn back. But, um... I mean, man. Pretty cool. Redemption for Broly. Redem- Broly. Redeemed. I'm excited because if they continue the Super Saga, what they can do with Broly... Broly's endless now. That's like, cool. I've heard, I've heard Super is really awesome. Man, it is. It's and that's so crazy. Nice. I feel like more people should be talking about it because it's a sequel to Z that people grew up with. And yeah, like, and, and I just, I, mean, I know you haven't finished it. I think you watched most of it. I'm waiting on Super to be dubbed. Super is dubbed. Not all of it. No, but it's at the very end. But so I, t- I guarantee you by the time you got to the point. Are you watching dubbed or subbed? I'm watching, I watched subbed. I'm already watching it dubbed. And subbed was fine. I mean, subbed was just great and then dubbed is I'm just waiting too. for it to be complete because I don't want to do I don't want to have to do what I did with Naruto where I I watched nine or almost all of it dubbed until episodes. I ran out of it and then I had to watch subbed and you I was fine with that which was awesome and then I ran out of subbed <laughs> they were still releasing new episodes and I was like I'm so close to the end of this and I'm so ready to be done because it's like 500 episodes yeah that I and you're on a roll. He of bought watching. the game, and the game came out and finished the story before the show. Before the show ended, so I beat the game and got the ending of the show from the game. I cried, and it was great. And eventually, you know, maybe I'll go back and watch the ending. I don't want that to happen with Super. I want to watch it all. Yeah. I don't, don't have, have to, to be I'm the game. sit down and binge it. Dragon Fighter Z to two. <laughs> I don't have to get Fighter Z and beat it and pay for DLC to find out. I what wish happens. you would. I really would. I, I honestly, I, I love that kind of stuff, and I love Dragon Ball, and that's like one of my all-time favorite shows. So. Oh, for me too. I uh, grew up on that. But the movie is phenomenal. I mean, really, really good movie. Yeah. So uh, I believe that is our podcast. Uh, so thank you for watching. We're done here. We're done here. The it's the awesome. shutdown is over, so we're back to work. Um, we've got some cool things in the mix coming out soon. I hear mix. Um, we have the big secret super project. Very very close to being able to talk about that. Uh, super close. We will uh, we will let you know when um, that is coming, but uh, our lips will stay sealed. But. I will say, I will say, keep your eyes peeled. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very soon. It's very I'm excited. Soon. It's very soon. So, 
yeah, thanks for watching. Check out DweeboYT on Twitter. Follow us on there. You'll know when a video's coming out, when we're going live at the Hangouts, podcasts, all that good stuff. DweeboYT. And thanks for watching. And check out the Hangouts. We're going to be doing some more Hangouts. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. I'm very excited for that. That's the intro. Kingdom Hearts 3. So we're doing that. Very excited about that. So we'll be doing some Hangouts to games. Resident Evil coming soon. All that good stuff. Maybe some surprises too. Mm. 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 Thanks for watching. Hasta la vista. Guess the movie. Baby. Sopranos. The movie.